Bom bom bai da 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 Bom bom bai da I won't cry for you say when you're gonna still be bloody Mary You could be the cash I'll be the rubber band you'll be the match I'm gonna be the fuse boom painter baby okay <clears throat> so you can't tell I redownloaded the good old tickety tockety which I I don't know why I just called it that which I used to absolutely shit on in this podcast I'd be like TikToks for losers just kidding I never said that I just said I had really bad addiction to it so anyways I decided to redownload it because I thought I would have some more self-control now going into it this fifth time around okay this is this is my TikTok story all right let's just like talk about that really quick I downloaded the app in like October of 2019, you know, when like Addison Ray and Charlie D'Amelio were blowing up and I was a sophomore in college and I was like, you know, I, I used to have Musical.ly. I had Musical.ly in like 2018. So I was like, oh, okay, let me get it back. You know, I was never like a Vine person, but I had Musical.ly and I had TikTok and I thought Musical.ly was like so fun, so fresh, so cool. So I got TikTok again and I was like, okay, this is so cringe, but I keep getting ads everywhere. I remember I would like be on YouTube and there'd be a TikTok ad and I was like, and it was back then they would do stuff where it was like, you know how they would like, people would write on a piece of paper and then hit something and then the paper would change. Does anyone have any idea what I'm talking about? Like the paper was in front of the screen and you were like kind of in the background and you would like shoot a rubber band or something and the paper would fall down into a new paper that said something. That was like when I downloaded it and I thought it was so fun. I didn't really post, but I was just like scrolling. I loved it. That was back in the day when no one was famous. It was just for fun and it was great. So then come COVID hit, you know, 2020, I started posting more because everyone was in quarantine. I had a few videos that blew up. They were like really stupid videos. Addison Ray actually followed me off of one of them, <laughs> not to flex, but because it was like a video I made with a trending sound, kind of like low-key dissing Bryce Hall because I was like into all that drama. You know what I mean? That's when all that drama came out. And I another one blew up it was so stupid like I was just reacting to a funny video and I was just like laughing because I thought it was hilarious and that blew up too weird so anyways in the summer of 2020 I kind of got off of it for a little bit and I because I was like found myself way too addicted even junior year of college I was like really addicted and I finally deleted it kind of like I don't know the term like cold turkey but I'm vegan so cold vegan turkey okay um but yeah, that's like kind of my little history. And then I would re-download it every now and then. And like, I think in 2021, I tried again, but I found myself being more of a consumer as opposed to a producer. So long story short, that was probably boring. I'm so sorry if you stayed around for that. Thank you. I just felt like I had to get that out of the way. I was in Europe this past summer. I would like post every now and then. But again, I, I didn't really go on it that much because I was like so occupied with traveling. And now, you know, fast forward, I graduated college. I'm back in with my parents I never thought I'd make it this far, but um, here we are. I actually just, my dad found my old high school play when I was a senior. I had like one of the lead roles in the play and I was watching it and I was like, holy shit, bro, that was five years ago. Like I graduated high school four to five years ago, like 2018. That's, that's crazy. That's insane. Like I still think I'm, I'm that person that I saw on the camera and I was like cringing at myself, but whatever. Anyways, I re-downloaded it now because I think it is really beneficial to like 
be a producer and not a consumer and I this is a concept that I'm trying to like wrap my head around because how can you go on this app and just produce and delete it and log off and then forget about it because like I think about it all the time you know what I mean I I post something yeah I'll delete the app then I'm like still thinking about the trends and the songs are stuck in my head and so I did a little you know research on why TikTok specifically is so hard to break this addiction. I've never had this addiction with anything else, right? Like Instagram, my Instagram is so boring. I probably was following 900 people. I now follow probably like 100 people. I cut that down so much. I don't follow like anyone from high school or anyone I don't talk to anymore. So my feed is super boring, right? YouTube is like it can get addicting, but the content isn't as intriguing as TikTok. I don't really know how to explain it. And I never got into like Twitter. Snapchat was really easy to delete. I deleted that about a year ago. I didn't really like care about Snapchat that much. But TikTok for some reason is so hard to break. And I want to learn how to be a producer on TikTok because I do think there's a lot of great opportunities that come with that. Like not only can you connect with people, you can make friends that way. I could post like a lot of travel content like when I was in Europe I was posting a lot of travel advice which was really helpful to a lot of people like encouraging solo travel I just think it's a really cool platform to like get my voice across and use that as like a starting point in whatever I want to do with my life you know what I mean if you have a good following on social media that looks good on everything you can basically you know start a company and then you already have that little upper ledge you could I don't know audition for like a tv series and you already have the upper edge because you have all these followers you could write a song and then there you have people so I just think having a lot of social media followers is beneficial which is a really weird thing for me to say because I I'm when I when I think of myself I'm not an influencer like I hate that term I'm a content creator influencer I don't think of myself like that like maybe that's what I'm trying to be but when I think of influencer I think of like the girl with the slicked back ponytail and the skinny mini queen drinking her green juice and going to the her Pilates class and then has the most like aesthetically pleasing room in the entire world and everything's like she has a white desk a white bed oh like a, just a very clean looking room and you know she is like oh my god thanks uh, better help for sponsoring my video or thanks to these supplements that you know what I mean it's just like I kind of want to use TikTok to inspire people and also to like connect with people I don't necessarily like that term influencer okay that's my existential crisis I'm having let's get into why you clicked on this so as you can tell by the title we're gonna go something I actually haven't picked out the title yet of this podcast episode so I, I don't know why I said that but it's gonna be something along the lines of like why you can't break your social media edition focusing specifically on TikTok. Now, I really dug up the books for this one, okay? Back in the day in high school, I used to love psychology. I took an AP psych class. The teacher was amazing. I just loved the whole course. Um, I ended up doing really bad on the final exam, so shout out me, but I just loved it. I don't know why I never pursued it in college, but I just love psychology. So I really wanted to look into the psychology of why like this happens and why it's so addicting so tiktok is by far extremely hard to get off i mean even when i deleted the app for like a year i think there was like a full year between 2020 and 2021 where like i didn't have the app at all and i would like still kind of low-key think about it and i feel like my life was better but i don't know i don't know how i feel 
but it the problem starts right from the beginning right right when you open the app a video plays no other platform does this okay like you know snapchat i mean i don't know it's just it's not that as addicting right right when you open the app all of a sudden you have noise you have a video playing so it's it's like that one video and then you're like okay maybe i'll just see the next one and it's this addictive pattern so that's right off the bat what happens the problem is this is called partial reinforcement the entire app right because you get rewarded on a variable ratio schedule so in other words there's no consistency of what you get the more you scroll, the more likely you're going to see something, the more likely you can't stop. So every time you scroll, right, you're either going to have a really, really excellent video that you love, you learn something, it makes you laugh, you're going to have like an okay video, or you're going to have a bad video where the algorithm is just trying to like push out people who have two likes and see if you like it, you know what I mean? But it's, it's, this is called a partial reinforcement schedule. And which is why this is exactly how gambling happens. The slot machines in Vegas, you pull the lever down, right? And you think you're going to win and then you don't. And then you pull it down and then you win. Okay, there have been a lot of studies on this. There was an experiment with rats, a rat experiment, where the rats would pull the lever and there was a 25% chance that they would get rewarded with cocaine, which is obviously a huge dopamine stimulating drug. So they would pull the lever, it wouldn't come. Pull it, wouldn't come. Pull it, the cocaine would come. And this is because if you're if you can predict a reward, you're less likely to engage in the behavior. Now, with TikTok, you're not guaranteed what you watch or like you're not yeah, you're not guaranteed what videos are going to come up, which is just reinforcing this behavior even more. Think of it like an abusive relationship, right? If you've been in a really abusive or toxic relationship, if you were to ask the person who's, who's, let's just, this is like sexist, okay, but just for the point of this, and obviously I'm not saying that it's only guys that are abusive and girls aren't, but let's say the guy is abusive and the girl, this is a heterosexual relationship, the girl is not abusive, okay, so the guy is the abuser, and if you go and ask the girl, I'm just using the genders for clarity, okay, don't come at me, I know people get offended over this, like calm the fuck down. If you ask the girl, why are you staying in this relationship? She'll probably answer like, oh, well, you know, my boyfriend, sometimes he's really, really nice. Like sometimes he's great, but then other times he's not. So it's the same thing as the rat experiment, the same thing as the slot machines, the same thing as TikTok. It's like sometimes the boyfriend's great, sometimes he's not. If the boyfriend was consistently abusive every single day, I guarantee the girl would not stay with him because when the reward is consistent and you're it's predictable you're less likely to engage in the behavior so because the abusive the abuser aka the boyfriend is so unpredictable it like leaves the girl every day it's a slot machine you know what i mean every day it's waking up being like oh what side of i don't know um kevin am i gonna get today is kevin gonna be angry is kevin gonna be toxic is kevin gonna be this right so right off the bat, that's why TikTok, that's how it's like manipulating the neurology of your brain. So back to what I was saying about, I made a point earlier that you're not guaranteed what you watch. This comes with a lot of problems, physical, spiritual, mental. Let's dive into it. So let's say, you know, you have a stressful day at work and you use TikTok as a 
like a stress relief and then you end up getting off the app even more over simulated than you were before this happens to a lot of people this used to happen to me when I was in college like I would not want to do work I would procrastinate it so I would go on the phone and use TikTok and then I would end up feeling even more over overstimulated right and we'll get into the the neuroscience of this over simulation in a second but this is the same effect as a drug right say you have a really stressed out day at work say you're using a little bit of alcohol to take the edge off and it then your problems say you have like an 18 page paper you drink the alcohol your problems mysteriously go away so the next time you go into that job or that school or whatever that stressful situation is you're not going to want to do the task you're just going to want to go to the drug of choice because it makes you forget and you're training your brain this new behavior like okay i'm stressed let's go get this drug whether it's tiktok alcohol whatever and then boom problems are gone but the problem with tiktok is it's such an unnatural emotional suppression and at the same time an emotional activation like you don't know what you're gonna see on the app you're gonna you can see people crying you can see stuff about the war you can see someone dancing like you have no control and it's really important like I've said multiple times before is to be in charge of what you're consuming like you might think it's no harm you know what I mean but I and I just perfect timing as I just saw the movie the social dilemma it was like a documentary and it's on Netflix they did a great job it was not what I was expecting whatsoever and I'll get into let me get into that now I guess actually basically this um documentary my mom has been wanting me to watch it for like two years and you know I was back in the day I was like I'm like back in the day it was little yesterday no um back when I was like younger I was like I don't want to watch this you know I already know social media is bad I don't need to like keep thinking that it's bad whatever but the way that this the social dilemma took it was like you think you're doing something so harmless and innocent you're just sitting there on your on your phone scrolling but the more the algorithm gets to know you and it's really really creepy the more it gets to know you and they even did like they had actors on and the they had one guy on his phone and you see like three men behind controlling what he sees like what ads what notifications and it was just a really great visual that they had but it was also really terrifying at the same time the social dilemma and just watch it if you want to like know more about this i'm not gonna really get into it but it basically was showing how you're taking such an innocent activity that you're doing and it's literally reframing your entire identity as a whole human being and it really really took a far turn because it went from just like you know seeing your friends posts and going on social media and innocently scrolling into how divided politics have now become into how like it just skews your brain and you can fall down these rabbit holes like I've done it before too like the conspiracy theories are literally insane and I love conspiracy theories don't get me wrong but when they're shoved down my throat every single time I open the app it becomes so overwhelming it's like these algorithms they see like oh you're showing a little bit of interest and let's just take like you know flat earth for example right because that's what they use in the social dilemma it was like a lot of people now believe in flat earth and I don't you know I don't even want to talk about this stuff because I don't even feel like I'm real half the time so who am I to say like oh the earth is flat or oh the earth is round like I don't really give a fuck what it is like we're still alive we're still breathing I don't care but it was like it's just especially with that conspiracy theory like it became so divided like oh you flat earthers are crazy oh you round earthers are crazy and it's just like 
there's just no common ground and it's the same thing with democrats and republicans there was like some statistic on the documentary that this is the most divided it's ever been ever since this democracy even started and like the people they were interviewing predicted really terrible things happening like even civil wars and stuff because of how divided people are because of how much this media is like shoved down our throats this is taking a really dark turn and this is not what i was expecting out of this documentary but i just thought it was important that to just mention especially on a spiritual level like you need to control what you're consuming and that's the biggest thing every time i open this app i'm like you know what i'm not i don't know what i'm gonna get next and i know when i get off the app i feel so anxious like my heart beats so fast you know that feeling after you've just been like mindlessly scrolling for hours like that's a really really shitty feeling and it's like okay my whole mood now is depict is completely changed I'm like really depressed right now because I saw this girl crying that her husband died from cancer like you don't know and it's a lot that's why I stopped watching the news because we as humans are not meant to have this overload like sensation sensory I don't even know what it's called but it's like a you're just so overstimulated me this little person in connecticut is not capable of fathoming what's happening to someone in poland what's happening to someone in australia what's happening like i you know we're raised to like just kind of be with our socially like way 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 back then be with our tribe and be socially with our tribe but now we know like deaths happening across the world and horrible things going and it's it's got its pros and cons you know because we should be aware of what's going on in the world but also when we're getting this overload of information all the fucking time it's like insane okay so let's go back to how because i kind of got like sidetracked there these circuits in your mind like i was saying before you know you're overstimulated why you're overstimulated it's because some circuits are being activated and others are not first of all it it's really easy to go on tiktok it's because you don't need to leave your house you're getting the same rewards as you would with any other activity right say say let's think of some like big life accomplishments right maybe graduating high school graduating college starting a a job you really like starting a business with tiktok and every social media you don't need to leave your house but you get the same reward just as fast you know what i mean say you have a friend on the internet you don't need to leave your house to hang out with this friend and if they fuck up you can just block them you get all these rewards without putting in any effort and this is a concept called delayed gratification which i think i probably mentioned before but i'm not sure if you heard about this like delayed gratification experiment but basically it was an experiment i think i definitely did mention this before it was an experiment where they took like a bunch of kids and they sat them in a room with a marshmallow and i don't know all the specifics of this so just calm down if i'm not getting it perfect they sat in a room with a marshmallow and they said okay if you can go 15 minutes without eating this marshmallow you'll be rewarded with rewarded with a second marshmallow and a lot of the kids ate the marshmallow within the first 15 minutes and the kids that waited for the second marshmallow that they were promised ended up being you know really important like leaders and business owners and important people of society whatever but the point is that like even these children want the instant gratification like we have a problem with delayed gratification right now so say you're in class and you're working really really hard to get an a this is delayed gratification you know you have to sign up for the class you have to study you have to go to class you have to do all these projects and assignments and then you get rewarded with the a 
with TikTok nowadays, all you have to do is open the app and you're getting the reward right away. And it's so much easier and it's cheaper and it's less labor. It's less effort. So do you see how it's like we just want everything so instantly especially gen z you know we're in a we're in a time now where if you want food all you have to do is push a button on your phone and it's delivered to your door you literally want anything you want a movie boom it's right there on your computer it's so like we get and i find myself like this too it's like i get so impatient and then i'm like wait i grew up in a generation where everything was just handed to me instantly and I kind of forgot what it felt like to wait. And TikTok is the worst because it's so, like, just so instant. And it's crazy. I mean, how, like, it's, I don't know. It's just really interesting to fathom how we incarnated at a time where this type of technology is even real. It's a lot to wrap your brain around. Okay, let's go back to, again, like I keep getting sidetracked, but the neuroscience kind of behind why you feel so overstimulated when you go on TikTok. So the first part of this was we talked about, you know, why the the consistency of it, right? It's like the partial reinforcement, stuff like that. But now why do you feel so overstimulated? So it's very similar to like coffee, right? It has an isolated effect. So when you're on your phone and you're going on TikTok, you're getting a a lot of sensory overload. You're having a lot of flashing lights in your face. You're having a lot of different sounds. And especially now the sounds are crazy. Like they're all sped up and remixes and stuff like that. It only target targets one part of the of your body, which is your heart. It's the same thing as coffee. Technology and coffee have the same effect, right? Because you ever watch a scary movie and your heart is pounding really, really fast? And when I was younger, I'd be like, oh, if I watch a scary movie, it's like the same thing as exercising because it's like increasing my heart rate. Not at all. Because when you exercise, it does more for you than just accelerate your heart. It increases your CO2 and your your oxygen levels and your respiratory rates, increases blood pressure, your muscular contraction. You know, when the move, when you, when you're moving your legs, the blood is actually pumping back up to the heart. That movement is what's like really putting everything in circulation so when you're just sitting there on your phone you're only increasing the heart rate none of this other stuff is happening so think about like going to a party right when you're at a party you're engaging with lots of people you're overcoming maybe your social anxiety you're being social these this is all natural settings when you're at a party you're interacting with real human beings when you use tiktok it has that isolated effect again which is not healthy. You're bombarded with lights. You're bombarded with music, kind of like you are at a party. You know, parties have loud music and the lights flashing, but it like the isolated the isolated effect numbs you out, and it kind of makes you a vegetable almost because you're numbing out these negative emotions, and you're not really interacting with people. You're so these isolated effects of like the heart increasing is an isolated effect. And then also the sensory overload is an isolated effect because you're not actually at a party. You're not actually social socializing with people and overcoming different things you need to overcome. Like if you're nervous to talk to someone or stuff like that, you're just sitting in your room. And I think that's why we have felt 
lonelier than ever because I've fallen victim to this right I'm like why do I want to hang out with one of my friends that's a lot of effort I can just sit here and scroll on my phone and I get the same reward but it's less effort and it was really interesting in the social social dilemma documentary was that they found a lot of links with depression and suicide right when these like social media apps started coming out and they interviewed people from these different companies and one of the guys said he's like I don't understand why no one ever thought to make the icon or make anything part of the app and this isn't TikTok I think he was talking about like Gmail or Facebook or something this was back in the early 2000s he said why did we never figure out how to make it less addictive all we wanted to do was like keep people on the app but people didn't realize like how bad the effects would be so another thing you could bring up right is like oh well I don't know I'm just thinking of like an argument here oh well what if you know what about reading okay what if I wanted to read my book or a really exciting exotic erotic I don't know the terms book okay like really really you're into this book why not just read that and then avoid social interaction and then just stay home and do that okay cool you want to be a book nerd? Sure. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get on that wave. Reading is like still hard for me. I don't know why. I just don't like reading, but I know it's really important. So if you can sit there and read, shout out you. But reading an excited, exciting book will have the same, you know, effect of like scrolling on TikTok. It will raise your heart rate and stuff like that. But there are different parts about reading a book that will affect you differently. Like when you're on a screen, you can get really bad eye strain, which is going to affect you differently than like reading the pages of a physical book. And there's probably a lot of other factors that I'm not like, there's not like a sensory overload of like sound and just like these flashing lights, you know, reading is a lot more calm, but yeah, it still could spark your heart rate. But I think it's a lot healthier than just mindlessly scrolling. Another feature that TikTok does really well that I think, you know, is better than most apps, right? For for instance, you're on Instagram and you scroll towards the end of your feed. You get a little notification that's like, okay, you're all caught up for the day. You know, whenever I get that notification, I'm like, I'm off because I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm done. Instagram has this technique or this concept, whatever the word is, of the endless. It's definitely not a technique. It has this feature. That's right. Instagram has this. Oh, my God. See, now I'm just messing up my words. TikTok has this feature of the endless scroll. You don't get any notification that says, hey, you've watched 400 videos in the past hour. Maybe it's time to, you know, chill a little bit, take a break. TikTok doesn't have have this. And I think they might have had it when they first came out, but I don't I've never seen it since then. I but they should have some sort of warning saying, you know, you've, you have watched an insane amount of videos. Maybe it's time to get off the app for the day. And, you know, there's so many things you could do. You could set the app timers, but the app timers are so hard because I always find myself just saying, oh, what's 10 more minutes? What's five more minutes? Stuff like that. But they definitely nailed that part in making this app so addictive. It's like right when you open the app, a video plays all of a sudden without your consent, and then you have no track of time. It's probably why the app is called TikTok because the time is just ticking away. You want to know an even more horrifying fact that I figured out about my life personally? 
I don't even I'm not even like that bad at TikTok it used to be really really bad now I've probably got it under an hour a day but I was looking at my screen time this past week and the weeks before I have an average of 24 hours of screen time per week so that's roughly like three hours a day I know that's not terrible but 24 hours of just straight screen time what am I even doing on that you know that could be texting that could be I don't know but 24 hours that's a full day per week so really I only have six days a week as opposed to everyone who has seven I just really put that into perspective that you know really kind of that was insane and you know what it's another weird thing is to think of how covid almost triggered this outburst of tiktok right because before covid tiktok was fine but i wasn't completely addicted to it but when everyone was at home and everyone was on social media and had no idea what to do i feel like that really projected the growth of this and you know there's so many conspiracy theories of oh tiktok originated in china and covid originated in china coincidence i think not you know these are all conspiracy theories that can get shoved down your throat if you're on these rabbit holes for way too long i just think it's really important to maybe let's let's try and put a little bit more positive spin on this right because i feel like i've just had a lot of really negative views tiktok did benefit me you know back in 2020 I feel like I had a spiritual awakening through TikTok. You know, I I didn't feel as alone. I got to, I was more involved in like a community. Yeah, it was an internet community, but I was, had videos talking about manifesting and meditating and different techniques. And it is a really good platform to learn stuff from. So I definitely think if it wasn't for that, maybe I would have learned about manifestation and a spiritual awakening and your chakras and all that stuff. But I think this really skyrocketed kind of, that information because there's no other platform before this that had information like this you know you could go to youtube but it's harder to search this stuff on youtube for some reason like maybe my youtube algorithm just hates me but i get a lot of videos that i resonate with more on tiktok than i do with youtube that's actually one benefit that tiktok has had on my life you know i feel like a lot of other people we've learned a lot there's so many experts on tiktok whether it be therapists psychologists different doctors there's OBGYNs on there there's holistic doctors holistic healing and medicine and a lot of different concepts came through me or to me through TikTok which is which is a grateful experience I just think it's really important that when you're on these apps to also take time to reground yourself and maybe before you open the app set an intention of like just protecting your energy because that's something that like I'm trying to implement as well as I feel like I I give a lot of my energy to things I don't really deserve it and I think not only people but TikTok and social media is definitely one of them and it's important to do that inner work and know yourself and learn yourself and love yourself because you could get stuck in this social media rabbit hole where they're literally trying to change your whole identity and I know you could have the mindset of me who I was like oh I don't really care if they try and do that because it doesn't really bother me but it is it is scary like what some people are feeding their subconscious and I'm not saying to stop but just bringing awareness to it is really key because now every time I open it I'm like okay I can't control what I'm gonna see next I it's gonna affect my mood somehow it's gonna affect my day Therefore, it's going to affect now how I'm 
what do I want to do with my day? Do I want to work on myself or do I want to spend time with friends and family? But now I have this app that's kind of controlling it. So I think just kind of being more grounded and knowing who you are to your core and not really changing your values based on other people. I mean, that actually is probably not that the best advice. Change your values and morals if they're bad, okay? That's, and you, there's, oh, this God, now we're getting this whole concept of good and bad. But now I think I'm rambling on, so it's a good time to end this. I wanted to end it on this quote that I saw on a YouTube video when I was doing this research. The person said, I deleted TikTok about three months ago. It didn't really do me any good. I always wondered why I wasn't creative as others. And since I really liked the art I saw, too many art videos and wanted to learn everything which kind of burnt me out and when I felt bored I used to go on the app to sum things up deleting TikTok was a very good decision for me and it made me happier now there's this whole I mean I'm not gonna get into it this episode but this whole concept of boredom it's like different types of boredom I mean there's like existential boredom then there's like boredom when you're sitting in a class but using TikTok to kind of mask these sensations of boredom is not healthy you need to go towards the root problem and realize like it is okay to be bored, you know, God forbid we let ourselves be bored for once in our life, but I thought that was really interesting that this comment brought up how, you know, she would always compare herself to others, why aren't I as creative as these people, and that's something that I find myself doing as a producer right now, because I'm going on, I'm consuming content, and I'm like, okay, this person's my age, and they have three million followers, why don't I have that many, why can't that be me, why don't I look like that, and it's like this loophole that you get stuck in, this comparison trap is really terrible, so I think me personally, I'm still trying to find a balance of like learning to produce and then get off the app quick, like physically deleting the app, because that's the only self-control I have is like physically deleting the app, because every time I go and scroll, I'm like putting myself in this competitive field of, okay, I need to overpass this person. I need to be better than this person. And that's not realistic. There's so many people out there. Everyone has a unique contribution to everything. And I just think, you know, we should just let people live and stop comparing. And it's a lot easier said than done, but it's something that I'm working on in this new year. So on that note, I hope you found this interesting because I did. I thought learning about like your brain behind all this I think is just a really interesting concept of why we have these behaviors and these patterns and these addictions be kind to yourself know that it will take a while to break the habit Um, and it is difficult if you're trying to be a producer like me because you can't help but consume it if you're literally trying to produce on the app you know so If you think about deleting the app for a while, definitely delete it because it did do me really good, you know, when I deleted it for a year, but I did find myself crawling back into it. All right, that's all for today. I hope you have a great day and I just want to remind you that you're hot AF and that I'm completely obsessed with you and also make sure that you are in control of what you're watching. Stop watching the news. Stop watching things that aren't good for your subconscious. Heal your subconscious. That cute little subconscious in there. Give it some kisses for me. Okay, that's all. Be more mindful around you. Illy, see you next time. Bye.